Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hogvin and I am the creator and founder. This podcast covers every aspect of conscious leadership and the Conscious Leadership Code. And if there is a particular example or angle or subject you would like an episode on, please reach out and let me know and I will create it specifically for you. This episode is all to do with scarcity and abundance, which is quite often banded about that we have to think abundantly, we have to live in the world abundantly, and if we live abundantly, we will receive what we abundantly wish for. And that if we come from scarcity, uh, it indicates a lack, it indicates that we are in some way potentially desperate for things, which really got me thinking about what is scarcity and what is abundance and how does it play out in life. And for any of you listeners who do believe in the law of attraction, um, we can attract things into our life. And it is not really about scarcity and abundance. It is about how we think, how we feel, how we what we believe, and then how we act and how we put that out into the world. So I've done a little bit of research, as I do, because I know what I think it all means. And then I do some research and widen my perspective. And to be honest, the research I've done today hasn't really given me much more on top of what I already think and feel. Um, And part of this episode is potentially reframing what scarcity and abundance mean for you or for people you know and how that affects you and the results as such. So I did some research, and what it initially came up with, it says that um, scarcity and abundance are two concepts that are often used to describe the availability of resources, goods, and services. And that's absolutely what it is, because we are our own resource, We require goods to survive and we require people to provide the services to provide the goods which provide our resources. And this is something you will hear me say a lot. Nothing sits in isolation. Everything is connected. So let's have a look at many of the concepts of scarcity and abundance relate to spirituality in various ways. I'm not talking about believing in God, I'm talking about or or an entity. I'm talking about believing in a higher purpose, a higher connection of some description, whatever that might mean for you. And scarcity is very, very often associated with, I'm going to say the more negative emotions. So it can be associated with fear, it can be associated with anxiety. And it is associated with a sense of lack. Now, I'm going to come back to that later. And people may fear, you may fear, and I have feared this in the past, that we do not have enough resources that we need to survive. Now, what I'm going to ask you to think about here is, what is survival for you? Because it will be different for you compared to others. Now, I'm not saying compare yourself to others, but open up your mind as in not everybody has the same survival scarcity. Now, of course, it can also lead to a sense of 
um, emptiness. It can lead to loneliness. So scarcity comes at us in very different guises. It could be a meal on the table for some, or it could be lack of a conversation for others. So abundance, we look at the opposite of this, abundance can be associated with feelings of gratitude, feelings of generosity, and spiritual fulfillment, whatever that means for you. So when people feel they've got more than enough of what they need, and again, what does need mean? Difference, need to want. So do we attach want to lack and need to abundance? Very different things. So think about what this is meaning for you. But when we have, when we feel we have more than enough, we will be more likely to share whatever resources we have with others. Now, not only are we more likely to share resources because we are coming from a place of abundance, we can also then feel a sense of joy and contentment. So there's a correlation between sharing, so giving, and joy and contentment. Whether, whereas if we are coming from lack, maybe we are looking to take rather than give. And I'm making no judgments on any of this because we all do both. So I take, I give, I want, and I need. And there's very different process linked into all of that. Maybe I'll do a lot more work on. So the concept of scarcity and abundance can be seen as reflecting a deeper spiritual value and belief. And it can help shape how we view the world and our approach to life. Now, backtrack a few episodes, and I can't remember the number, but I did an episode on karma. So go back and listen to that one because that links into this as well. So what else do I want to share on this? One of the things that's really got me thinking about this was a lack of a lack of something and what was scarcity back in the day to what scarcity is for now and then what's the perception of that so i was talking to a friend last night i was supporting her with some marketing um basic information to get her shifted forward and as part of that conversation and again not sure where it come from but we were talking about, or I was talking about, scarcity lacked to my parents. Now, my parents um, were part of World War II. So my dad was on the radars on convoy. So he spent the war listening to pings to detect uh, German U-boats and to then deploy the convoy to protect the ships that were either transporting, you know, food, ammunitions, people, um, you know, resources across the world, whatever that was, whether that was food coming into the UK or, you know, travelling up into Russia, which I know he went. So his level of scarcity compared to my level of scarcity now, and I'm, I'm sort of making this up as I go along, but his, his, his life was at risk. Now, my life is at risk, but just not just not in the same way. You know, I didn't talk to my father very much about the war. I don't think he ever really wanted to. But one thing he said to me was that when a, a 
a ship was, you know, torpedoed, it sunk, it capsized. One of the duties of the convoy, and he did this, was that they would enable the survivors of the ships to climb up the, you know, the, the rigging on the side to have safety within within the convoy boats. And he told me a story once of where he was standing on the side of the ship waiting to help these people, uh, you know, aboard. And they were swimming through burning oil to get to safety. And the guy next to him, one minute he was there and the next minute he wasn't because he'd, you know, he'd died, basically. And the level of scarcity at that point, and my dad said to me, was that they didn't have everything they needed. So one of the things they did do was that when they rescued the bodies, if the bodies had, um, you know, like sheepskinned jackets on or sheepskinned gloves on, and, and if they were in Russia at the time, the, the jackets and the gloves were part of what they were scarce of, so they that would become their abundance. And they would utilise the resources from their colleagues to keep warm and survive. Now, take that out to my mother, who was in the land army um, and was a nurse during World War II. That's actually how mum and dad met. That's a whole other story. Um, in the UK at that point, as part of World War II, and it wasn't a particular popular thing at the, at the time, but they had to do it, was that the UK went on to rationing. And they were only allowed, you know, I don't know, an ounce of margarine or a, two ounces of lard or, I don't know, four ounces of, of meat to basically feed a family. Um, and they were given ration books and they would queue for hours when they heard that a store would have some resources that they needed to survive. And it was a really complex and very highly regulated um, coupon system. And there were priority groups within that system. So children and pregnant women were given a higher priority for food and other stuff. While things like um, chocolate and cigarettes and I don't know why I've just remembered this, silk stockings were in high demand and were rare, which was when the um, some of the US troops, the American troops who then were based in the UK, because of the different dynamics of the countries and the different resources of the countries, they would have things like stockings and chocolate because it wasn't scarce in the US as it was in the UK. So, you know, bartering systems occurred. A black market, I suppose, for want of a better word. So when you think about scarcity and abundance, it has changed over the years. Now, I talk to people now whose scarcity is that they can't have the newest level of trainer. Scarcity is that maybe they can't go out and spend £120 on a meal for two. Now, that's one group of people, whereas people who access food banks, and that's becoming much more prevalent currently with everything that we're going through currently, and this is being recorded at you know beginning of March 2023, other people are accessing food banks. So when we talk about scarcity and, and abundance, I really am asking you to think about what is it? I really want you to think about what is scarcity and what is abundance and what does it really mean for you? 
If you think about abundance and you would link abundance to joy and contentment, I have traveled some of the poorest countries in the world and I have seen and met some of the happiest people in the world who have very, very little. Now think about that. We live in a first world country, you know, we're in the U- I'm in the UK. I don't know where you're listening from, but you could be in the UK, you could be in the US, you could be in India, you could be somewhere. You could be abundant or you could be in lack. You could be full of joy and contentment or you could have harbour some hate, regret, tension in your in your heart and your being. But really think about what does scarcity mean for you and what does it mean for those around you? And if you can see scarcity around you, what can you do to be abundant towards the scarcity? What can you do to help? What can you do for yourself to create an abundance mind process, a mind flow, a way of being? Because we don't have to have a six-bed house to feel abundant. We don't have to be able to have the £120 meal out in a restaurant for two to feel abundant. We can have very little and be abundant, as in resources, as in money, to be abundant. And what does scarcity mean for you? What is it that you need? Is it love? Is it additional income? Is it the connection? Is it having a conversation with somebody? What is it that you are scarce of? Is it self-love? And if we do not have self-love, how can we possibly love others, truly love others? Really think about what, what this means. It's It's a huge subject. I'm not going to go into anything about manifestation. I'm not going to go into anything about law of attraction in any detail. But please hear me say this. When we get this balance right, when we are getting those karmic points, and please go and listen to the earlier episode on that if you want to, and please hear this from someone who is endlessly practical and who does believe in karmic points and law of attraction, you know, whatever you want to call it, you put out into the world what you, what works for you. If you've given and then you ask for something, may not always come back how you ask for it, but I can assure you there is a balance somewhere. So really think about how does scarcity and abundance play out for you in everyday life? How does it play out for you and how does it play out for others? And do not be afraid to give and do not be afraid to to receive. Get Get some form of balance in this. And please hear this from somebody who has given her whole life and has not been on the receiving end because I didn't feel I deserved it. Now that's changing. I've done a lot of work on that um, over many years. So really think about what this means for you. And if anybody needs any support or any help with this, please reach out. You know, I am here. I do give. I'm also creating um, a club on my website. So it's juliehogbin.com. I'm going to create a club where there will be a lot of information that can support you, not only in your life goals and your life journey and how all of that works through abundance and through scarcity, but also if you run a business and how to 
consciously lead that business because in this 21st century that we're currently in and we're in the you know the, the first part of it we need more conscious leadership who can deal with scarcity and abundance and visionary people within this world we need people to we need people to unlock the potential that we truly have all of us have and it doesn't matter where we start from and it doesn't matter where we are now we can all only start from where we are so think about scarcity and abundance for you please reach out if you need any help please go over to juliehogbin.com and if you want to sign up for weekly newsletters please do but there's um, articles on there as well as there are as well as there is this um what am i doing podcast <laughs> um connect with me somewhere on social media and you'll see a lot more stuff um there is so much to be done with this there is so much you can do with the world for the world there is so much more i can do with the world and for the world and the human inhabitants within that world um and i really don't want to get too deep into that spiritual side of it you know but we are energy we are emotion we are connected somehow too many synchronicities happen but this is really about what scarcity what's abundance how materialistic are you in your life what can you do with what can you do without what can you give what do you what can you receive what do you need what do you not need really think about what this means for you and for those around you when we get trapped or potentially when we get trapped into this materialistic world the universe will send us messages. So I was trapped in it, just as a real end on this. I was trapped in it. Trapped in it? Yeah, maybe trapped in it. I um, got burgled. And if you like, my trappings into the materialistic world were stolen. This was a few years ago now, so I've been on this journey for a long time. Um, and I was underinsured. So all those materialistic items that I had gathered from around the world, I've had a, a pretty fortunate life and I've worked for it doesn't didn't ever land in my lap wasn't born with that silver spoon in my mouth but the materialistic items were taken never never ever able to be replaced I have the memories I have the joy of the memories what I don't now have is the joy of the actual vis visual hard representation of the item I have the memories. I have the memories in my heart, have the memories in my head, and I can speak about those memories. Now, please think about what this means. As I've said, I'm going to end this one now. Really think about what scarcity means for you and what abundance means for you. How are you giving and receiving? How are you giving and receiving to those around you? How are you giving and receiving from yourself? Think about if you're coming from scarcity and then you are in abundance, and I'll end on this. When we are in abundance, it can also have negative consequences. So let me explain what I mean by that. When we are coming from abundance and we're not in balance, and I will say that we're not in balance when we do this, we overconsume. What do I mean by that? We overbuy, we buy things we don't need, we buy things for others that they don't really need. We overeat, we maybe oversmoke, we overindulge in alcohol. So really think about when we're coming from abundance, we can overconsume. Now I'm also going to add on to the end of that. When we are coming from scarcity, we can overconsume. 
So if we are feeling scarce of love, scarce of connection, scarce of friendships, scarce of communication, we can overeat and overconsume and overbuy. Every behavior has a positive intention. Think about what your positive intentions are leading you to. Dig deep, really think about this. And again, you want any support, any help, reach out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. And if you have found it useful, please leave a review. And if you have found it useful, please share it with others that will find it useful as well. If you want to know more about my publishing, please follow me through to the Amazon author page. And if you would like to follow me on any of my other social media channels, please do, which also includes a YouTube channel.